Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. While you remain standing, let's go to the word of the Lord, if you would mind. We're going to read two passages of scripture, one from Matthew 10 and a second one from Luke 12. Matthew chapter 10 and Luke chapter 12. Matthew 10 verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Luke chapter 12, verse 6. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. God, it is blessed, it's anointed. I pray, help me, God, to deliver it according to your will today. And let every heart receive the word of God as you want them to receive it. Oh, Lord, the engrafted word that is able to save our souls. In Jesus' name, and everybody say... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I want to preach on the subject, God cares. Amen. If you didn't already know it, I want to come to remind you this morning that God cares about every single one of you. Amen. I don't care if, if you think you're one, uh, which you are, we're one of, you know, seven plus billion people on this planet. God has it all sorted out and God knows every single person. He knows their name. He knows all about them. Amen. He cares about us. He cared enough to not only after he created us, put a plan in place to save us when we fell. Amen. He came He sent prophets, he did all this stuff, and then he said, you know, I'm going to have to come myself in human form and take care of the situation. That was the ultimate show of care that Jesus showed us. Amen. He cared. So our passage talks about God, you know, uh, caring about even the most insignificant of things on this planet, like sparrows. Amen. What's the mo- one of the most common birds, not just in, in Israel, in Bible times, but even, amen, when I was, since I've been growing up in Southern California, sparrows, you know, finches, little birds, amen, by the millions, probably by the billions or worldwide, there's tons of them, and God has his eye, according to these verses, on every last one of them. Amen. The sparrow is one of the most common of all small birds. It was, very, it was plenteous in and around Israel in Bible times, just like it is around here. Sparrows were often used for sacrifices at the temple in Old Testament times during the time of the law. 
by poor people that could, could not afford anything else. Now, a farthing was a coin that was worth about as much as our modern-day penny. Amen. I don't know about you, but since I don't believe in luck anymore, I don't even stop to pick up a penny and, you know, to get my luck that I'm, the old saying says I'm supposed to get. Amen. Because nowadays, if I'm going to bend down, it needs to be worth it. <laughs> Praise God. And so it needs to be some silver color or green is even better. Amen. But, but a penny, you can't even buy a piece of candy for a penny anymore. When we were kids, we could buy 100 pieces of candy for our dollar that we worked hard for all week to get allowance for a buck or two bucks cleaning up the house, doing the yards, whatever we got when we were kids. But now uh, we, we don't even, you know, a penny is not worth hardly anything. Amen. You can't buy anything with one penny, really. And so even back then, it was, it was the smallest and insignificant of, of worth of coin in Bible times. So think of it. With the most insignificant and lowest value coin, you could purchase two of the most common and insignificant birds back in Bible times. Now, for two of those coins, you could purchase five birds, amen, which means the person selling the birds, the sparrows, threw in the fifth sparrow for free, so it was really worthless, Amen. It was like a baker's dozen. You buy a, a, a 12 bagels or 12 donuts and you get a 13th for free. You got a fifth sparrow for free. So that means that fifth sparrow was really insignificant because it was thrown in for nothing. Amen. You paid nothing for it and it's insignificant. Amen. And yet we see the Bible says that that worthless sparrow is never forgotten by God. It doesn't fall to the ground without God taking note. Amen. And saying, oh no, a little bird died. Amen. And, and we don't know how many are there out there. It's amazing when you think about it. There's got to be hundreds of millions, tens of billions of sparrows that's come and gone or even existing right now on the face of the earth. And Bible times the same thing. Amen. And even billions, hallelujah, of those sparrows are floating around and God has His eye on every one of them. He cares about the sparrows. The point being, if God cares so much about those common birds that weren't worth anything to, to people or whatever, how much more does He care about those created in His image and in His likeness? How much more does He care about those that carry around an eternal soul that's more valuable than the entire world? He cares about you. Don't ever think He stopped caring. Don't let anybody tell you he doesn't care. He cares. I know things happen in our lives and we wonder, well, why'd that happen? God doesn't care anymore? No. Things happen. Life happens. Amen. Bad things happen to even good people. All things work together for good to them that love God. We all go through trials and tribulations and sicknesses. Nobody is exempt from life. Amen. It doesn't mean God's not good. God never said he was going to keep us from everything. Amen. He just said he will be there with us in everything. Amen. And so that's the big difference. I got a God with me wherever I go. Hallelujah. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He's with me always, even to the end of the world. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying. Praise God. Jesus said, you are of more value than many sparrows. 
That reminds me of that old song. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is He. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know He watches me. And you know what? I'll sing this part. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he's watching me. Why don't you sing with me? I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eyes on the sparrow. And I know. He watches me. One more time. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know He watches me. Praise God! Hallelujah! Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know He watches me. I know He watches me. You may be seated. Nothing like a little praise break in the middle of a sermon. Hallelujah. But you know, sandwiched in between the first and the second reference of the sparrows and how much we are more valuable in both of those passages is a verse that references, amen, the very hairs of our head are all numbered. Amen. The average human hair head has 100,000 hair follicles that can produce 20 individual hairs in each follicle over your lifetime. Amen. Praise God. Hey, hallelujah. So that's a lot of hairs. And God is down to counting the hairs. That means he knows your name. He knows how many hairs on your head. He only has to count to three with me, but I appreciate he counts anyway. Hallelujah. But he knows I got three. Thank you, Jesus. And I need to keep them. I got to protect those three. But he knows it. Hallelujah. He knows every one of us. He knows that what he's saying is, it's not all about hairs. It's all about he knows what's in your heart. He knows what's troubling you right now. He knows what's getting you down. He knows what you're worried about. Amen. He cares. But he's waiting for you to ask him. Like I said last week, you got to ask him and he will help you. Praise God. you got to bring him in and he'll touch you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knows what you're going through right now. He knows how many hairs. He knows what you're facing. He knows what your needs are right now. Amen. Matthew 6.26 said, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor they gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better 
than they. God really cares about the birds, not just about if they fall or nothing's forgotten. He, he feeds them. He takes care of them. They don't build barns and they don't farm and, and they don't grow their own grain. They feed themselves like we do. And yet God takes care of them. Amen. Praise God. Are you not much better than they? Hallelujah. If you keep reading in Matthew 6, you'll find Jesus talking about how God clothes the grass of the field that's here today and withers away tomorrow. And God, amen, if He's caring about the lilies of the field and He's caring about the grass and He's caring about the flowers and all that stuff, amen, how much more will He clothe you, O ye of little faith? He said, have faith in God. God wants He cares about you. He cares about what you're going to eat. He cares about what you're going to wear. He cares about everything that you're worried about. He cares about you. He loves us beyond our wildest imagination. He wants the best for us even more than we want for ourselves. Hallelujah. And shall not He much more clothe ye, O you of ye little faith? Faith plays a huge role Amen. In our ability to understand the love of God and the care of God. Amen. He cares. He wants to provide for us. Matthew chapter 6 verse 31. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall ye eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Have faith in God. Go about your Father's business. Amen. Don't worry about those things. Could God cares for you. He will take care of you if you will take care of His things. Amen. If you'll seek Him first, He'll worry about all the stuff that you were worried about. Don't get the cart before the horse when it comes to God. Put His kingdom first. His will be done and He will bend over backwards for you because He cares. He cares. Amen we got to have faith that as we focus on Him and His kingdom, He'll focus on our needs and take good care of us. Amen. Just as when you bless someone else that is less fortunate, that needs something, amen, God takes care of you. Praise God. That's what the Old Testament even says in Proverbs. said, He that... You know, give it to the poor, lend it to the Lord, and the Lord shall repay him. Amen. God is being good. He'll be good for what you do for other people. God God has their back. The poor can't help themselves, but those that help the poor, those that help the less fortunate, those that reach out to those that need a little bit extra in life, in society, God watches, and God takes note, and God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should repent. If he says he'll take care of you he'll take care of you amen if he said amen he's not going to forget your labor of love amen be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord as much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord God's got it all marked down you're going to be blessed he's going to take care of you amen Psalms 55 verse 22 said, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Amen. Cast your burden. Amen. I don't know if God wants to hear about all my troubles. Amen. Maybe some people don't want to hear about it. 
right? Some people, you know, it's like, it's starting to sound like the, the, the adults on the Charlie Brown uh, cartoons, right? Wah, 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 You know, I, I'm, I don't even hear English anymore, or Spanish or whatever. I'm hearing just wah, wah. Amen. Because you start tuning out, whatever, but God doesn't tune out. God doesn't get overwhelmed. What if all 7 billion people on the earth pray at the same time? Isn't he going to short circuit some things up in heaven? No, God, you don't know how big our God is. I told you, he's already got all the birds. He's already watching billions of birds. And probably some fish too and some animals and who knows. Amen. But the number one thing that he's watching is the apple of his eye, which are those that believe in him, those that are the children of God. He's got a laser beam focus on the church, and it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Oh, let's believe God that he cares. Let's have faith in him. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus cared about the individual, and he also cared about the multitude. He cared when they were sick, and he healed them. He cared when they were hungry, and he fed them. He cared when the storm was about ready to sink the boat. Amen. And he shushed the storm and said, peace be still. He cared when they were ignored. He cared when they were looked down upon. He cared when they were forgotten. He ate, amen, with sinners and with publicans and with tax collectors. He rubbed shoulders with those with leprosy when nobody would even get near. He, he touched the untouchables. He let anybody approach him. He didn't care what they were, who they were from or whatever. It was a human being with a soul and that's what Jesus was looking at. He cared for him. Amen. He cared when all these things, and he allowed them to come. He cared when they were taken advantage of by religious leadership of that day, and he called out those leaders regarding this. Amen. And he was looking out for the little guy. He was looking out for the disadvantage. He had compassion on them. He showed mercy. He gave them hope. He gave them something to look forward to and something to be a part of, something that's bigger than us. Amen. I don't want to be a part of something that I can handle and I can control. I want to be a part of something that's bigger than me. Amen. Something huge like the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And me personally, when I've needed him the most, he's always been there for me. When I didn't know which way to turn, he always showed me the way. When I, when I was down and out, he picked me up and put my feet on a rock to stay. He put me on solid ground. Amen. When I was weak, he was strong. When I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, he was with me all the way and talked me out of it. Amen. When my heart became overwhelmed, he led me to the rock that was higher than I. And that rock is Jesus Christ. And that's the, the rock that the church is built on. Amen. There's no other foundation than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. It's a rock. Amen. Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself, the chief cornerstone. I'm on a rock today. Amen. I got my foot on the rock, and my mind's made up. Hallelujah. We're not going nowhere. You hear that devil? We're not going nowhere. You hear that wall? We're not going nowhere. Don't try to tell me my God doesn't care. Don't try to talk me out of what God's done.
for me. My God, my God, my God is an awesome God. My God, my God is an awesome God. I choose to be a Christian. I choose to live like this. I choose to live a blessed life. Woo! They want me to have fun like I used to have fun. No, thank you. That fun is going to kill you. Hallelujah. I want to have this kind of fun. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. God cares. I don't care what anybody says. God cares for us. Oh, I believe it by faith. God cares. And it's not only by faith. I've got a lot of things under my belt. I've got a lot of experiences I can look back on and say, God cares about me. Amen. People came a lot too late to try to talk me out of anything. Try to say, well, you know, God's different now. Maybe he cared back in the 80s or the 70s or the 50s or, or you know, 2000 or 90s or whatever. But now we're almost to 2020. And, you know, God's left this world to go down the, the tubes by itself. Oh, no, God's still caring. God's still looking at the sparrows. And more importantly, he's still looking at me and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's still focused on his people. So because he cares, we can take our cares and we can put them in his care. You, you, see, you see what I just did? He cares, so I'm taking all my cares and put them in his care. Amen. You know, people, someone that takes care of somebody else, especially when they can't help themselves, they call that a caregiver. Amen. Jesus is our caregiver. And the Bible said, 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Hallelujah. Not just some of I'm casting all my cares, all my burdens, all my heartaches, all my questions, all my fears, all my depressions, all my anxiety. I'm throwing it all on him. And I'm like going to breathe easy and say, Okay, God, you got big shoulders. You care for me. So you're going to take it all and pull it. Amen. But we got to go to him, folks. It's by faith. So when I know he cares, my faith's going to take me to prayer. My faith's going to come to the house of God. My faith's going to get me in the word. And I'm going to stay encouraged in the Lord. Amen. When David was down on his luck, amen, and he was running from King Saul, even though he was anointed to be the next king, he, him and his mighty band uh, of warriors, his 300 mighty men, they were living over in the outskirts uh, of, of, the, of the, the Philistine nation just because Saul wouldn't go over there to, to kill him. Amen. And then they were out doing something, and, and, they, and they were living in Ziklag, and they went over. When they came home, uh, they're on their way back home to Ziklag. They saw fire coming up from their, their, their little home there, their camp. And they, they saw that their camp was destroyed and all their animals were taken and all their wives and kids were taken. And the 300 men, they all began to weep. And David, they were all crying. They were all, And then finally, 
all the men started looking at David and blaming him and said it was you that left us not enough guys to cover our family it was you that took us away too far too long to allow this to happen some of them talked about stoning David some of them talked about running him out of town it was a bad David was by himself but you know what the Bible said he found himself in places like we find ourselves when we don't know where else to turn we're on our last leg we got one little rope left and we tied a knot and then we're hanging on the bottom of our last rope amen but you know what David did he didn't give up he said the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord Amen. And that's what we need to do, folks. God cares about you, so encourage yourself in the Lord. Let the Lord strengthen you. Amen. And what they do? David said, let's go, guys. Strap on your swords and spears. We're going after our family. And they went and they prayed and said, Lord, we need you to help us. And they recovered every wife and kid. Nobody was killed and all of their possessions. God was with them and God cares Apostle Paul in in one of his writings he said there was a time where nobody stood with me I was by myself but the Lord he stood there the Lord was there when nobody else was there I'm telling you God cares even if everybody around you and maybe that's never going to happen but there might be times where you feel like you don't have care around you but God will always care He'll always be there. He'll always make a way of escape. He'll always show you where to go. He'll always be your chief encourager. He cares. Amen. Oh, let's pray right now. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.